We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. So do you love this new thing that I do when we're texting and somebody says something funny in our text group? Right. And instead of my usual ha 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 ha. It's a, isn't it? It's a ah ha 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 ha. It starts with an A. Yeah, it's yeah. a ah ha 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 ha. And if I'm laughing really hard, I'll just do A-H-A and then in parentheses, I started choking. Oh. <laughs> What I thought you were going to say, yes, that is a good one. <laughs> what I thought you were going to say, because you, you're a frequent response of yours is the ah ha 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 all caps. Yeah. And then lately you started have doing like a full screen of ah ha 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 all caps. Yeah. And the first time you did that, I thought, oh, this is going to become her thing. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to fucking send this well, every time. Well, I got it from you. Wait, did I do that? Yeah. What was I laughing at? Do you remember? <laughs> drunk probably because uh because all i do is copy and paste it you guys what you don't know about me is that i drink a lot of alcohol (laughs) and that in our group (laughs) chat our group text i frequently send very deranged and inappropriate text messages late at night the other day We'll talk about the specifics of this more in a minute. But the other day, I sent you <laughs> the drunkest text. <laughs> and I did it with voice to text. And I'm sure I was like laying in my bed. And I was like, Ashley, there's a, I was going to send him. And then the message I sent you like made absolutely no sense. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Do you want me to send read that. it? No. Because okay. I don't want to talk about it. Because oh. it was a little traumatic. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, hi, welcome to Hot hi. Drinks. <clears throat> hi, everyone. Welcome to Hot Here Drinks. We are recording at our regularly scheduled time. Just our weekly. We really should do weekly. We used to. Did we? Oh, yeah. We were good at it. Why did we get so bad at a hot it? Second. Because of, you know, uh, capitalism in <laughs> America. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Um, the pandemic, which was global. Oh, right. It affected the whole globe. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like last week, you were in LA. Uh huh. For like two days, but that threw a wrench into the whole thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And you work night sometimes. Yeah, at the bar. And sometimes we hate ourselves. Right. It's complicated. Sometimes I maybe download Tinder and then it, you know, that throws my whole zeitgeist off. That was a, I mean, I don't know if this is, was this on your comings and blowings, you downloading Tinder? Because yes. I have some comments yeah. about it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, let's so just we'll jump into right into it. it. Okay, so great. this is a this is hot <clears throat> drinks. I'm brother Jack Coffee, your your male presenting host <laughs> with a penis. <laughs> I'm latter day twaint. Um, you can call me sister twaint. Um, a twaint is not a taint. It's not. It's different. It's my own thing. It's your own thing. No one's ever heard of a twaint till me. No, till you. I started um, it. I think you did. Yeah. Fuck you, I did. That's great. Okay, so comings and blowings. <laughs> okay, you downloaded and blowings. All right, so <clears throat> we all know that you and I did a like a... A, a hinge experiment. A hinge experiment. It was, a, it was the hinge experience. failure We should me. do like an interactive pop-up. Like augmented reality. Yes. Hinge experience. Hinge experience. And if you do the brother coffee experience, you just put on the <laughs> augmented reality glasses and it's just totally black and you don't see anything <laughs> for 10 days. And then you take them off. Okay. That'll be three hundred dollars. So here's why. So I was at work, and our new, uh, well, someone who's new at my work was like, uh, "Latter Day Twain, hey, would you download Tinder and see if my boyfriend's on there?" Oh, okay. And I was like, "I will do that for you." Yeah. And she flipped. Like I gave her the world. Really? Yeah. And I was like, yes, I will do that for you. Did um, you find the boyfriend? I didn't, but okay. she, um, anyway, I, I don't want to tell just in case yeah. like what happens because yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll like give it away specifically, yeah. but she caught him on Tinder. <gasps> okay. Shit. Yeah. And okay. it's, it's like the fourth time in their relationship and she's like, so we're going to try therapy and no, I'm just thinking. Ain't, men ain't shit. <laughs> men ain't shit. I know. Anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> so you were on Tinder for 
Several days. So I thought, well, you know, while I'm on here. Yeah, you built, you got a profile. You uploaded the pics. Yeah. That's the hard part. Um, and uh, started chatting with some dudes. And um, uh, after about a week of doing that and just having um, miserable conversations. Yeah, yeah. Miserable conversations with guys. <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite one? Please do. Because you would send me screenshots. I would. This is my favorite one. I literally read this to people I work with. <laughs> Where you said, hey, what are you up to? Watching the big college football game? And he was like, no, I'm not. Why would you think that? And you said, oh, I, I work at a bar and a ton of people told me that, uh-huh. to put on the college football games because there's like four big ones today. So I just assumed you'd be watching the college football. And he said, no, I don't watch college football. Why Why would you think that about me? And you said, oh, just from your Tinder profile. And he said, what on my Tinder profile indicated to you that I enjoyed watching football? And you said... Under interest, you, <laughs> you wrote, wrote football. football. <laughs> like, I laughed for two hours. <laughs> you sent me a skull or something. Y'all, men ain't shit. Yeah, okay. And straight men, <laughs> you got to find a nice bisexual uh, I guess or a so. queer guy. I would love. Like a straight guy. I would love. Oh, just a hot bi dude? To, to have a threesome with two dudes. They're sucking each other off and oh. they're sucking me off. Yeah. Anyway. Cheers to that. Um... But then there was another one where uh, we had been talking for, you know, on and off the whole day. So lots of Yeah, like little good, good banter. Here, getting to know you stuff. Good zazazoo, you know. as and Carrie then, Bradshaw told us. Uh, oh, God. God, I hate, I hate I'm it. gay. I hate it so much. But anyway, um, uh, and so we get to the part where I'm like, oh, my, we have a great, re- me and my ex-husband have a great relationship. We split because he's gay, but, you know, we were, we we're still friends. And he goes, gay as in homosexual or lame? Oh, yeah. Gay as in stupid. And I was like, well, and that's over. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't res- respond or continue. No, yeah. actually, I did respond. And I said, as in homosexual, I would never use the word gay to mean stupid, stupid or, or lame, lame yeah. or anything. I would only use the word gay to mean gay. Right. Um, and then that was the end of that. Isn't it funny that this straight guy thought you were really like, I broke up with my uh, my ex-husband because he's totally gay. <laughs> and you just meant like lame, <laughs> like boring. I know. And then his response after that was, well, you never know. We do know, sir. We do. We, we do, know you're absolutely. a homophobe. And we know men ain't shit. And then there was another one. There was this guy from France who now lives in Salt Lake. And I was like, oh, my God. And you were like a demitasse. And we were. <laughs> half <laughs> Did you know? And so we were bantering. And then uh, he's like, what do you do for work? Which is on my profile. But, you know, they don't read the profiles. No, no one does. I don't. Um, and I said, I manage a bar. And then he said. And I don't know if this was like a, a lost in translation kind of thing, but he said, do you invest in your own business? And I was like, well, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> does bar, does the word for bar in French, is it similar to the word for like pyramid scheme or like, or like hedge fund? <laughs> so anyway. So you deleted Tinder. So I deleted it, and a good friend of mine, gentle listener, is like, I really think you're just going to meet someone in the wild. Yeah, you probably will. And so that's that. That's my <sighs> number one coming. I just I just want <laughs> you to find a lovely queer man <clears throat> oh. who's super, super into, the, me, into the puss. Let me tell you one more. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. No one should have to date a straight man in 2022. Oh, it's the God. world is too stressful. The world is too stressful. No one should also have to date a straight man. I know. You'll no always one. know when they're peeing. You oh, can hear it all over the it's house. Fucking so fucking loud. <laughs> and then it gets Niagara on the walls. Falls. They hit it so hard. It get you gotta scrub the walls you down. You can't keep magazines no, next to the toilet because no, they get all crinkly. So anyway. I literally mopped the walls in my bathroom <laughs> yesterday because of my children who right, are straight. Men. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's this one guy and his you know, his main pick, that the one that you see first yeah. before you start looking through, is him drinking a cocktail. Great. And we were talking back and forth. He's telling me that, you know, he's from Logan, Ogden, whatever, which is a little bit north of Salt Lake. And um, They're like in Canada, basically. We... <laughs> I drove to Ogden once for a date, and I thought, this 
guy better fucking be the king of the world if I'm going to ever drive to Ogden again. <laughs> we went to a Mexican restaurant. We had a good time. We went back to his apartment. We watched a movie on his laptop laying in his bed like he was a college student. The sink in his bathroom did not have the beard trimmings uh, oh. rinsed out of it. Oh, oh. You know, from when he had shaved. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Even though, like, he knew we had a date and there was a possibility that I would come back over. And then we had sex and I sucked him off and he came and then he didn't even make me come and then I left. So I was like, I'm never driving to Ogden what again. What the fuck? I'm never driving I'm never to Ogden again. I'm never going to Ogden again for any reason. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, so this, you, guy, this guy's from Logan or and Ogden. We're having a great banter right. back and forth. And I'm like, Zaza I, Zoo. I might actually want to meet up with this guy right. for coffee or whatever. Right. And, um, and then, uh, you know, we're talking, so how long have you lived in Utah? And that story always, you know, with that, right. I always share, well, this is my third go around in Utah. I came out. You know, the, right. to Utah. Went to college. The first time, yeah. yeah. Um, at BYU when I was Ashley 1.0. And he goes, oh, so you were Mormon. And I said, yes. And I said, what about you? And he goes, I'm still Mormon. <gasps> and scene. And I was like, fuck. And scene. And Y'all, Mormons like, ain't shit. I was like, God. I was like, God, just keep striking out. And I'm like, but you're drinking in your picture. And he goes... Well, I live it the way I choose. And I'm like, okay. Oh, God, oh no, my God. No, no. <laughs> and he goes, but I'd love to hear about like how you, you know. And I'm Send like, him our I, podcast. I don't want to do that no, anymore. No, no. I'm done like trying to like show people why they should leave, especially if I'm trying to fuck them. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would never fuck anybody who. Imagine, oh, being, and then he said, imagine being on a dating app and being Mormon. He Gross. said, I know. <laughs> he said, um. He said, I'm totally open to hearing why you left and all of that. And I said, let me just put it this way. I am aggressively not Mormon and I have an aggressive hatred towards Mormonism. And he said, I, yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. Let's hear about it. Um, I, I disagree with a lot of it, but I still believe that Joseph Smith was a prophet. Well, number, <laughs> number one. And I was like, and imagine, I just imagine, delete the fucking app. Imagine <laughs> still being Mormon and the thing keeping you there is a belief in Joseph Smith. Yes. Like, like I can almost get there if you're like, well, but I love like the cultural, I love like the ward <coughs> aspect, the community. Like, right. I can almost get behind that. A ritualistic if, meeting on sure, Sundays, yep. whatever. I like worshiping in a group, but like, yeah. if the thing keeping you there is you still believe Joseph Smith yeah. is a prophet. I'm not dating you. And every time I send you these screenshots or whatever, I feel so validated when you, you know, say what you say about the cis. Why would you say that about me liking football? Because your profile says says football football under under interest. (laughs) Oh, boy. Do you have a coming? I have two comings, but now my first one seems kind of boring. Oh. So we'll just keep it short. Okay. A new iPhone came out this week. Yes. I love me an iPhone. Yeah, I know you do. It has a new feature called the Dynamic Island. Which I thought. What did you call it? You told me a couple days ago, and I was like, what did you say? Was it the Pirate Bay? The Pirate Bay. (laughs) Dynamic Island is so much better than Pirate Bay. But that is simultaneously the worst product name in American history and the best product name. And when I was watching the keynote, because I watched the keynote because I'm a nerd, and they announced the Dynamic Island, I stood up clapping. And I was like, (laughs) there it is. Anyway, I have the Dynamic Island, and it's lovely. So funny. Everybody's going to be like, what the... F-? It, they're going to think of it like an island. Well, I mean, I don't want to explain. It's too nerdy to explain what it is. But the iPhone 14 Pro has something called Dynamic Island. Type it into YouTube. You'll see a video. Right, right. Um, okay. And I then have... type in iPhone 14 Pro Pirates Bay and see what comes up. I don't know what you'll find. Yeah. Who knows? So my next one is about time. Isn't it about time it's about time as a concept okay remember those mormon commercials though that said that isn't it about yeah time yeah i remember julie through Through the the glass glass. that was not an isn't it (laughs) no it wasn't but um next month all four of my children will be adults wow really yeah really yes are you sure Jack will be 18 October 30th. It's weird when they're adults. <sighs> yeah. And then sometimes they like a little bit figure their shit out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, 
wow, yeah. you a little bit figured your shit out. <laughs> but then they'll make a terrible mistake, terrible Ter- decision, yeah. which is part of learning, yeah. right? But yeah, wow. Anyway, um, you're so young and vibrant. You look so you. great. And guess what? My you... point is. Tight, tight like, like unto a, a dish. dish. You what the fuck does that even mean? You can't. I know. Dishes I always, are not tight. Okay. Dishes famously are not tight. I also, always thought of like a casserole dish with, with a nice fitting lid. <laughs> but they didn't have those back in the days of the I brother of Jared. I think it was Jared. supposed to be two dishes glued together. <laughs> but it's also like such a stoop tight like unto a dish. So dumb. What is that? Dishes are not tight? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like plates are tighter than dishes. What was Joseph Smith talking Mugs about? Mugs are the tightest of all. Do you think when Tight he was, like unto a mug? Do you that, think when he was fucking a 14-year-old, he was like, dish, dish, every time you thrusted? No. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I think he was thinking, like, I'm the fucking king of the world. Maybe they were. Maybe the 14-year-old was doing the dishes. Okay. Anyway. We got to stop talking okay. about the 14-year-old. So, okay. Okay. <clears throat> the other part of that, uh-huh. of the time coming Mormon and rolling, uh-huh. <laughs> is next year in May. Mm-hmm. Is this monumentous thing that I've been... That you've made up. Made, made, hey. <laughs> no, I love it. But like it's not... Like most people would not recognize this celebration. It but is, I love that you have. Right. So I was married for 13 years. Right. In May, it will be the 13th anniversary of my divorce. Brilliant. Crazy. We're going to New Orleans. I will be divorced as long as I was married. We're bringing Julie the Mormon from Real World New Orleans. We're, go- <laughs> We're bringing her. We're also bringing Julie through the glass. <laughs> She, we're going to get her right through that glass. <laughs> she might be all cut up, but we're going to NOLA. Uh, so, yeah. So, in May, uh, me and my, my closest friends and my adult children are invited. Am I invited? I already told you. I know. I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. Um, You'll be busy on uh, yeah, Dysentery I, Island. I think I have. What is it called? Dynamic it's called the, Island. It's called the Pirate's Bay. <laughs> it's called the Static Peninsula. Um, anyway. I have a shocking blowing. Okay. Shocking. Sounds hot. This is more shocking than when I told my sister after I had come out of the closet and I told my sister that I was getting a dog and she said, this is literally the most shocking news you've ever told me. <laughs> me getting a dog so, was more shocking than me coming out. Okay. This is more shocking okay. than that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to become a slut. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'm actively working at I it. I know of this and I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. It feels I, very surreal. I have not either. And it wasn't even a choice. It was like something in the universe clicked. Yeah. It was right around when Mercury went in retrograde this time. Interesting, because that should fuck stuff up. Uh-huh. I will tell you where it started from. I was messaging with a friend of mine, and he... Who has a penis. He has a penis. He is currently in a relationship, but he has previously had a slut phase. And he said something about his slut phase. And I said, oh, man, I really wish I could have a slut phase. And he said, you can and you should. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, you know, my And he said, listen, he goes, you just have to go <clears throat> and do it like three or four times. Like the first time you go have a hookup with someone, it's super weird and awkward. And the second time you go, it's super weird. And the third time you go, it's totally fine. Yep. He's like, you just got to get like three or four under your belt and then it's totally fine. Exactly. And I don't know why, because obviously there's nothing like revolutionary about that <clears> advice. <throat> but when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. I should go do that. And so I, I downloaded Scruff. Amazing. I downloaded Grinder. Man, 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 I oh, took man. some new slutty pictures today. Yeah, I got to take more. Okay. But I have a full length mirror now, so it's easier. Yeah. But I'm on the apps. I'm messaging people. I can't. I went on a date tonight. Mm-mm. Nope. No, you didn't. I didn't. I did, I in fact, de- indeed. And thought that it might end <clears throat> with sex, but it did not. And that's fine. Um, I have two people tomorrow night that I could invite over. Oh, my God. Like, between, I could choose between the two of them. Jesus. They're both available. Who are you? A slut. This podcast is going to go downhill so I fast. know. We're done. This is it. <laughs> if I learn to love myself, we can't make this show anymore. <laughs> okay, but listen. Wait. Tonight... See, Jane Kendrick uh-huh. said, uh, Brother Coffee and Sister Twaint, see how good I am at yeah, doing that? We've been doing this for almost four years no and I've knows. never... No one knows who we are. Oh, it has been four years, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Well, I'm telling you, that's, that's your congratulations too, not just me. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, anyway, she was like, 
Coffee and Twain, you guys should have a competition to see who can touch 21 penises first. And I was like, are we talking about since the beginning of time? Or are we starting like today? Because I've touched like 50. Yeah. And she was like, today. And I'm like, oh, I'm out. And then I said, well, I've got one. Because I touched my own penis. And she said, yours doesn't count. Anyway. She doesn't know. Someone could have been here. What? What? Maybe that date was, had gone well and I was texting and then I touched his penis. She doesn't know that. It didn't. It, that wasn't true. I know. So what else do you want to say about your slut phase? I don't know. Like... Well, I will say this. If you want me to touch your penis so I can win the contest, let me know. (laughs) Just DM me. Like, we can just get together and I'll just play with it for a minute. Even if you're straight, I don't care. Even if you don't get turned on. Yeah. I'll just touch it. And I'll be like, that's two. Yeah. Um, So that's number one. Number two, someone should start a business where they come to your house and they take slutty pictures of you. That you can send when you're sending slutty pictures. I think that's a thing. It's called boudoir photos. Well, I'm not talking about boudoir folder photos. I mean, I guess I could do that. But it's like, today I had to get a tripod out. I had the <laughs> I had the my app with the shutter button on it. I've almost I had the I had to like light pull the blind, like put up a reflector. Yeah. I had to put a pillow behind the tripod so it wasn't pointing the right way. I mean, it was complicated. <laughs> I almost dislocated a disc <laughs> in my spine once trying to get a good shot of well, it's complicated. Both the holes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's complicated. So that so also, if someone wants to come over, if you're a dude, and right. take slutty pictures of me, ladies, I would love for you to take slutty pictures of me, but I think I'd be too uncomfortable. Interesting. Unless you're a lesbian. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know why. All I right. just made up all those rules in my head. <laughs> but. But I like I have a catalog. Like we all have a catalog of slutty pictures that we send out, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But most of mine are like pretty old, like and not like a lot has changed. Sure. You know, my dick still looks the same. Uh huh. But I just feel like we should have some fresh photos, you know? Yeah. Some different angles. I don't know. I anyway. have a question. Yeah. When you're eighty, will your dick still look the same? No, I think they shrink a little bit. As <gasps> That's okay. That's so sad. But I don't know. I mean, I think they still get big when they get hard. That's what I'm saying. And nice and smooth. Probably. I guess. Silken. But may, I don't know. Here's an interesting story about slutty photos. So I was talking to a straight friend of mine last night who has gone on a couple of dates with this guy and she's very into him, but, you know, they haven't had sex or anything yet. And she was like, I wonder if he has a big dick, you know, because she just is curious and that's sure. important to her and whatever. <clears throat> But she doesn't know and, you know, like, whatever. And I just thought, I have literally never gone on a date with someone when I have not, did not already know what they looked like fully naked and seen their dick. <laughs> because of the way y'all Because of just are. the way that the gays are. Yeah. Like, like, I would set, like, basically, if anyone on a gay dating app was like, can I see more pics of you? I'd just be like, boop, 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 boop. There you go. <laughs> even if I had no interest whatsoever. And I don't even like myself very much. Oh, I know. But I kind of do now. Because yeah. I'm, I'm figuring it out. Well, Mercury went retrograde in Libra. Okay. And Libra is is quintessentially the sign of, of like relationships and love. I don't think I have Libra's any... Libra's ruled by Venus. None of, okay. None of my signs are in Libra, I don't think. That doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, so do you have any more? Oh, no. Okay. So the top five tonight is based on a... <laughs> Recent on news a of recent event. dramatic, mm. traumatic news event <laughs> where BYU, the yeah. foot, it was football, right? I literally don't even know. Was playing against football seems right. Oregon State or Oregon, uh, one o- of the Oregon, Oregon colleges. One of the Oregon. There are two. Yeah. Because there's the Ducks and there's the other ones. How do you know this? Because I lived in Oregon. Oh yeah. <laughs> and people would be like, "Well, are you a duck or are you the other one?" I don't remember what the other one is, <laughs> and I'd be like, "I don't fucking know." Um, the duck or the other one? <laughs> and in during that game, a group of like probably 12, 20 year old drunk Oregon football fans mm-hmm. was chanting, fuck you, Mormons. Mm-hmm. And it is an international incident now. Yeah. Like our governor tweeted about it yeah. and said, this blatant religious discrimination uh-huh. at the Oregon Alive game. Alive and well. Alive and well yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, whatever. Like, it has become, it is, the, it is everyone's got a hot take. It <laughs> literally was like 12 drunk college freshmen. And this is right, college freshmen. right on the heels of that BYU volleyball game. Oh, right, game. where there were people calling a volleyball player the N-word in yes. the audience. BYU people calling a 
a woman of color on the other team the n-word right which caught which caused which some other teams right which be yeah she made that up because that's what black people do is they make up stories about people calling them the n-word because it's so fun for them yeah, anyway yeah but but yes the governor of utah who i don't believe commented on the byu fans calling this black woman the n-word Gentle but listeners, did, if you did direct us to it but did comment on well a religious bigotry alive and well Fucking anyway so in in that spirit these are the top five things we would yell at mormons at a football game yep here we go You know what some of you are thinking right now? I wish I could chat with Coffee and Twaint. You're thinking, if only this episode was shorter and cost me money. Wait, what? But I got to choose the topic. Right. And it was a half hour exactly. Right. Well, that well, you can. Yeah, you can. For just 50 American dollars. With our new PPIs. What's a PPI, you ask? It is not a personal priesthood interview. It's not, although... If you want us to ask about your priesthood, we will. Yeah, we will. But if you want us to talk to you like we're an elderly, white, creepy old man, we could do that. Gross. <laughs> but we will, if we, that's what you're paying will. for. But you can... It's not a sex thing, though. This makes it sound like it's a sex it's thing. It's not, unless you want it to be. I mean, we're trying... No, we're not... It can't be a sex thing. Well, I mean, thing. if you want to you talk, talk about, about sex. sex. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point fine. of it is you can book 30 minutes with us to talk to us about whatever you want. About drinking, about Mormonism, about leaving the church, about dating, about... Parenting. Uh, how to make a Pisco Sour, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to make a Pisco Sour, but I would research it. I have no idea what you just said. A Pisco is a South American liqueur. I would research it. So, anyway, the link is in our Instagram. Right, on our link tree. <clears throat> we, we have two whole links up there. <laughs> and you get right in, and you pick a time, and you send us 50 bucks, and then we talk. That's it. Right into your ear hole. Bye. I want to apologize. Okay, I'm ready. To me? I, no, I to the gentle listeners. Okay. Because they just had to listen to an ad about the PPIs. And you don't know how to delete I it. I cannot figure out how to delete and it. We're I not added doing the wrong PPIs ad. Anymore. We would if you wanted to do one. But I just want to say, just real quickly, okay. when we came up with the idea of PPIs, we thought, this is it. I'm buying are my second gonna, home. Are you going to tell them the truth? Yeah. <gasps> I mean, not. I, we, no, just, we just thought PPIs you, would be. You thought you were going to get a Tesla. Like, we just thought, I would never buy a Tesla. We thought it was going to be a slam dunk. We just thought, we are going to make, we are going to be so booked <laughs> every night. We are going to make so much money. Uh-huh. We were like, should we get an accountant? Like, we were literally talking about, <laughs> what about the tax implications before we did the PPIs? Yeah. We, uh, we were, I, we launched the PPIs. <clears throat> yeah. None of you fucking cared. Not a, like, like two of you two. wanted to do PPIs. And thank you. To, and thank to you. To you too. Yeah. We really enjoyed both of them. We really did. They really honestly were great. And yeah. like, and even though they were supposed to be like 30 minutes, I think both of them were quite a bit longer because we actually were just enjoying talking to the people we were talking to. Right. So all the times that we were talking about PPIs and we were like, we've had some great ones. It was all lies. lies. We were lying. We uh, we were like, hurry up and get, hurry up and, and, and book it because we're woo, running out the, of space. The slots are filling up. <laughs> it, we tricked you. The slots were not filling up. The, well, we didn't really trick them because they didn't care. I know. <laughs> so, so we anyway, just lied. We, just we lied. lied. So there was an ad for PPIs. It was supposed to be an ad for Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Sign up. Give us money. Yeah. We appreciate it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Top five things we'd yell at Mormons at a football game. Number one, go. Okay. By the way, I wrote like eight or nine. Because I have a lot of things to yell at Mormons. Okay. Your dad's... Wait. Okay, let me start over. Yeah, because we we're actually we actually should yell these. We are, yeah, okay. Well, I just clicked on the dynamic island to bring it back to hot drinks. Because <gasps> look, I was... Oh, look, see? hot. There it is. Hot drinks is right up at the top. The recording oh, is... Oh, my God. Anyway. You got... You, Brother Coffee? We're going to yell them. We're going to make it. Okay. Ready? Okay. <laughs> Okay. You know what's funny? What? <laughs> a 45-year-old and a 47-year-old, 46-year-old sitting on a sofa recording a podcast into a phone and saying, we're going to make it. <laughs> That's some funny shit. That's some funny shit. There it is. Okay. We're going to make it. Okay, ready? After we just talked about a completely failed business venture where we made like $25 and we thought we were going to make thousands. 
<laughs> okay, lubricate. What are you okay. going to yell to the BYU students, the BYU fans? Okay. There's skid marks on your dad's garment bottoms. <laughs> there are. It's, yes. There are. I had to fold the laundry. I know. I had to fold my dad's garments. Your dad's garments. Yes. Not your gay ex-husband's garments. I mean, you folded those too. Oh, I guess I did. Oh, you've blocked that out? Oh, fucking yeah. Eddie. Of course you blocked. Of I've course you folded that. Yeah. And you, as a child, <clears throat> folded those skid marks. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. That's no. And when I said that to my dad once in a joking way, um, his good mood went away real fast. And then I think he smacked me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You okay? Well, I wasn't ready for that <laughs> level of trauma. Uh, uh, I would never <laughs> have my child fold my underwear. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I would just fold my own. There was... Because I'm not... Because I'm a human being with arms at, that work and a, and a, the ability to fold. The boundaries that existed and didn't exist in my house, it was interesting. But I don't think that's uncommon. I think that's pretty common in big Mormon family. I mean, you don't have a big Mormon family, but you had a Mormon family. Yeah. I don't think it's uncommon for kids. Like, and I'm not saying that kids didn't, shouldn't do chores. Right. But I just, like... If I'm going to have my kids help with the laundry, I'll just have them fold their own clothes and wash their own clothes. Exactly. And I'll wash mine and fold mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when my kids come <laughs> over, like when I'm, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> this was a lot. This one was a lot for you. You're it was a, heavy, but that is a funny thing to yell. <laughs> so how would you do it? Like chant it like your dad's garment. Let's see. No, there is. There's skid marks on your dad's G's. That was just yelling it again. That wasn't okay, chanting no, it. Okay, right, never anything. mind. But the chanting get... needs to have some clapping. It needs to be like skid marks in your <laughs> dad's G's. Skid marks in your dad's G's. <laughs> you get three at the end. Okay. Okay. <sighs> and then rah, rah, rah. I mean, it's true. <laughs> okay. My <laughs> first one is porn rules and it's not exploitative and is healthy to watch. <laughs> Because you know what terrifies a Mormon? <laughs> Porn. I know. The scariest thing they've ever heard of. I'm sure I've said this on here before, but someone that I knew when I lived in Cedar City, who was younger than me, got engaged um, after I moved away from Cedar City. And um, <clears throat> his engagement photo shoot with his fiance, right. Mormon fiance woman, right. they were both wearing t-shirts that said, Porn Kills Love. Oh, yes. It was their engagement photos. I have seen those t-shirts. Yeah. I had a friend who had a t-shirt made up that said Provo Kills Love to <laughs> right as you said. Oh the my beer. God. That is brilliant. There is a video going around the TikToks right <clears throat> now, which you, I'm sure everyone's seen, mm-hmm. where someone is on BYU campus and is saying, would you rather watch porn or like die a gruesome death? Yeah. And most of the students would rather die a gruesome death. Right, right. Most of the students who have for sure watched porn right. are saying oh, publicly yeah. they oh, would yeah. rather die a gruesome yeah. death. Absolutely. There are, there are some girls, <clears throat> and it's always girls, who are like, I would just watch the porn because I don't want to die. <laughs> but all the men. Because, because every, they have. Because, well, they have and be every priesthood session of general conference, which I guess isn't a thing anymore. There is a talk about the dangers of pornography. The dangers every of pornography. single one. Every single so one. So they have had this beat into their heads since they were like, since they were 12 years old, because uh-huh. that's, I think, when you start going to those, that like porn is literally the most damaging thing you can do. There is no daddy in the sky who gives a shit about your sexual life. And there is no data to back that up, that porn is harmful in those ways. Right. In fact, there was data that came out of a study that I think BYU did that said the 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 impact of of viewing porn on someone is directly linked to their guilt about viewing the porn. Bingo. So someone who views porn and doesn't feel shame or guilt about yeah. it has no bing, side bing, effects. Bing, 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 someone bing, who views bing. porn and feels immense shame and guilt about it has tr- has problems. Right. And then it's about the guilt and, and the, the shame, shame not yeah, the and, porn. And the shame and the guilt are externally manufactured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's programming. But here's what I want to say to all the Mormons out there listening. Mm, all of them. Porn is not exploitative. Mm-hmm. Most the, most people work like <clears throat> that. I think is a very old fashioned idea where it was like the seventies and like 
a young girl had no other way to make it and she worked for some sleazy guy. And like, I'm sure that is real and that happened. I don't think that really is happening anymore. I think most people who work in porn have chosen to do it. Right. They are making the videos themselves. Yes. Or, you know, like, we just live in a world where it, <clears throat> we, it's very easy to create and upload your own porn. And you don't yeah. need to work for some big studio. Or right. I'm sh- I, I guess I shouldn't, like, blanket say no one's being exploited in porn. But I would say the vast sure. majority of people doing porn are doing it by choice. Yes. Because they make great money. Because they enjoy it. Right. Because whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's not harmful. And it's fucking <clears throat> fun. Right. It's so much fun. <clears throat> now, there is harmful shit out there. And for of sure, course, for sure. And of course, we're not saying that that's fine. Right. To, yes. To be clear, and I think everyone knows that I know this, I am right. not talking about, you know, porn without consent or porn of, like, underage people or anything like that. I am talking about, like, regular adults consenting porn. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. And if you're scared to just Google free porn and jump on any... Uh, website or whatever that comes up, you know, like Pornhub or whatever. Yeah. Do a little research. Yeah. There are sites out there that <clears throat> are geared towards women's pleasure. There are sites out there that are have films directed by women. Right. Um, and you may not want to see videos of fucking. There are sites out there that have just photos of right. erotica that right. are very titillating or and cuddling tasteful. or making out or <clears throat> it's yeah. all out there yeah anyway. it's all out there it's so great i love it i yeah. look at porn every day yeah and i think it's great yeah and i'm as healthy as a cucumber <laughs> number two <laughs> healthy as a cucumber i am healthy as a dish okay um i i i i don't know about this one anymore Okay, do you want to skip to another one? No, because the order's important. Okay. So, um... Tell me what you need. I... You go first with number two. Okay. And I'll rewrite mine while you're talking about yours. My number two is, Your outfit looks stupid! (laughs) Because Mormons, your outfits look stupid. A friend of mine oh texted me the other day oh my God. and said, I was driving through downtown Salt Lake. I saw a girl, a woman, who was wearing <laughs> fitted knee-length denim Bermuda shorts, some sort of like girls' camp t-shirt that oh. was kind of faded, like an older girls' camp t-shirt, and she was pregnant. <laughs> and my friend messaged me and was like, this is the quintessential Mormon outfit. <clears throat> and to which I responded, No. The quintessential Mormon outfit <laughs> is some, like, sensible flats. Like, we're talking about, like, what's that What's that brand? Like, Eco or something where they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Those shoes, some fitted capris that start <laughs> mid-calf. It, it's like a t-shirt with kind of a, like, kind of a roughly shoulder or neckline. It's the short, curly hair. It's every Mormon woman over the age of 50. And she can't walk very well, probably. <laughs> Because a lot of them can't no, for whatever reason. No. That to me is the quintessential Mormon outfit. But it could just as easily be the man in the ill-fitting suit, the shirt that's too baggy, that's <sighs> always, like that's always. like kind of billowing out over his waistband, the tie that is like the most boring red paisley tie from Mr. Mac. Mm-hmm. And then he's wearing it with like black sketchers because he doesn't actually own dress shoes and a brown leather belt. Ah! Like, like... Your outfits look stupid. So stupid. You look so stupid. And I know you're like, it's cool. We can be modest. I'm going to, you know, I mean, and I don't even want to get into like the t-shirts under tank tops and under dresses. Don't even. I don't even need to go there because we all know that looks stupid. But I just think like, I, I have long held a belief that Mormons to me feel like children pretending to be grown-ups. Yes. And I think often <laughs> And that includes that that, that, that includes the dress. way they dress. They dress like children pretending to be grown-ups. What do they think grown-ups wear? They don't have a, their own sense of style. They don't have they anyway. They look stupid. Okay, I'm ready for What's mine. your number two? I was vamping till you I know. I, Thank wait, you. is vamping? Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good job, good job. I thought vamping was like being kind of slutty. Like mm, But vamping is okay. No. Okay. Okay, ready? Maybe I just have being slutty on the mind because <laughs> I'm a slut. <laughs> you are. Okay, ready? Go. Virtuous, lovely, of good reporter, praiseworthy, and 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. That, 
I took that down a notch from something that might have been a little bit more triggering. <laughs> okay, good. So this was the more <laughs> tame was, version. But the original one involved a 14-year-old. Okay. But, you know, there are 14-year-olds out there that... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's try it. Virtuous, lovely, of good report, and 14. I can't clap because I'm holding <laughs> I the know, phone. It's so, this one's so bad. It's... <laughs> so there's this article of faith. If yes. you're not Mormon... If you've never known, uh, there are 13 articles of faith. Uh, do they, I wonder if they still make them memorize them. I don't know. We had to memorize them in primary. Right. Um, they are sort of the 13 like core beliefs of Mormonism. Yeah, yeah. It's, when you say all of that out loud, <laughs> it sounds so culty. <laughs> yes, we, at, when we were in pre When we were in primary, <laughs> i.e. children, like under yeah. the age of 10, uh-huh. we had to memorize the 13 core beliefs of Mormonism. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And the last one says, if there is anything virtuous, see, I still have them all memorized. Virtuous, if there's anything virtuous, lovely, of good report or, or praiseworthy, praiseworthy, we seek, we seek after, after these things. things. So if there's anything virtuous, lovely, praiseworthy, of good report, we, or 14-year-olds, we seek after 14-year-olds. I don't even know my <laughs> own children's phone numbers, but I can still <laughs> recite the 13th article of faith. Oh, look. I looked it up on uh, the church's website, and it's something you could print out and post on your wall. Oh, with some fucking stupid cursive. I hate that stupid cursive so, that's like that handwriting cursive that people put on posters. Yeah. You can't even read it. The live, laugh, Why live. is the W so twisty anyway? Yeah. Um, Number three. Well, I just want to say about that. Okay. And why it would be worth yelling at the Mormons. Yes, thank you. Because the Mormon church has admitted that Joseph Smith, the prophet, <clears throat> the founder of Mormonism had wives who were 14. Yes. And the Mormon church has said that was very normal for the time. And guess what? And guess what? It's not. No. Nope. Like, historically, that is not true. It is so far from it's true. It's so far it from true. It was early 20s. Yeah. Do the Google. And also, like, if you really get into the story of, was it Fanny Alger? Was she the 14-year-old? Yeah, I think so. If you really get into the story, he was like a maid that lived in the Smith's house. She was. Or she, Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. She was like a maid that, like, worked for the Smiths and uh-huh. then... Emma got, like, wind that they were maybe fooling around or caught them fooling Uh around, like, in the barn and kicked her out for a while. Like, it's a real – it is not just, like, this beautiful – and he, like, told her that if she married him, then it would, like, save her family for eternity. Like, it's a real fucked up story. So many And Mormons read that and read the church admitting that that their prophet and founder married a 14-year-old and they're like, okay. That seems fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, It's incredible to me. It's amazing. (sighs) Like really a gift. Really a true gift. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Which one do I want to go to next? Um, Oh, I should have done that one first. I have one kind of about garments. I should should have done that with your garment one. That's okay. What is it? Well, I don't know if I want to do that one now. Oh. I want to (laughs) yell, no one is persecuting you. (laughs) Nice. Yes. It's simple. Yeah. It's yeah. to the point. Yeah. The Mormon church historically has been persecuted. Fair. Sure. But again, when you're Mormon, you're taught that the reason the Mormon church was persecuted, the reason that like the printing press in Nauvoo was burned down or whatever, I don't right. even know, was, and the reason that Joseph Smith had to run and flee and hide and was like in prison several times is because he was like, a man of God and like right. Satan was working against him. It's almost like it's proof that we're yeah, select. If you literally go back and look at like the actual little literal history, yeah. the charges that were filed against Joseph Smith were about like raping children uh-huh. and like, and other men's and, wives yeah, and having sex, sex with, with other, other men's, men's wives. wives. Yes. And anyway, and so that is part of the church history. And as it, and when you are a member, you are taught that like, that like you've got to stand up for truth and righteousness and you've got to be that kid that when you're at the sleepover and they put on the R-rated movie that yeah. you're like, we're not going to do it. And you leave you and you're that kid <laughs> that you're like the star soccer player. But then when you find out the team practices on Sunday, you're going to be like, I will not practice on Sunday because I'm a child of God. And then like the coach like gives you an award. Like you are taught, you hear these lessons all the time. All the time. And what that has translated to in our modern world mm-hmm. Where, 
where first of all, young people are a lot smarter and more in tune with the world than we were as young people. Mm-hmm. That when young people go, wait a minute, Mormons like don't like gay people? That's fucked up. Like that's stupid. Yep. The Mormons are like, why are you persecuting me <laughs> for my religious freedom? And it's like, no, I just think it's shitty no. that you don't like gay people. Yeah. How dare you <laughs> come here and tell me that my religion cannot be practiced in this day and age? Right. Like, they like nothing gives a Mormon a boner more than thinking they're being persecuted. No, like no, no, they no. are rock hard as <sighs> they are thinking about how much everyone hates them. Five years ago, I had a boss who was like. Oh, it's just so frustrating that I live in a world where I can't say how I feel about gay people. And I was like, wow. Right. First of wow. all. Wow. First of all, you're a white man in your 50s. Uh-huh. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's listening to you. Yeah. You got a platform everywhere you look. And second of all, because what you want to say is bigoted. Is Yes. Hello. Try really looking at that. Oh, okay. It's My- just, they just, they just love it so much because it's like it, there's so much teaching in Mormonism about like, you know, fighting against the world and standing strong. And so all of these things where Mormon is, Mormons are being held accountable for their bigotry and people are saying, you can't treat people that way. You can't talk to queer people that way. You can't call a student visiting from another school the N word. Like when people say those things to Mormons, Mormons take great offense mm-hmm. and say, this is, this is what we knew was coming. Satan is working against us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he is persecuting us. No one understands us anymore. Yeah. We just believe in good family values. And and none of it is true. No. Like Mormons in Utah love to talk about how they're persecuted, even though they're like have a majority in the state. Yeah. They essentially run the state government yeah. because they have so much power and influence. Yeah. They pass whatever laws they want. Mm-hmm. They overturn whatever laws they want because the Mormon church tells them what to do. <clears throat> right. But they in their mind, they are the most persecuted people so to cute. walk the it's earth. It's so anyway. cute. It's so cute. That's what I would yell at Especially them. Especially because 99% of Mormons are white. <laughs> and like middle class <clears throat> and... At least. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Ready? Uh, wait, should we take a break or should we just keep going? Well, you did your number three. I've done three. So I have to do oh, my okay. third one. Because we're out of order. Okay. Ready? Let's take a break and then let's get back in order because it just feels wrong let's for do. me to go first. I know. It's so I feel wrong. uncomfortable. Okay, so my number three is eat ass. <laughs> I almost... Wait, one of mine was butt stuff feels great. <laughs> so go ahead. So, I'll check off butt stuff so feels great. literally, I feel like... If you said eat ass to Mormons, they would think you were like being like, you suck, eat ass. Right. But really you're like, you should eat ass because it's great. Yeah. In fact, I wrote next to eat ass, it's great. (laughs) Eat ass, it's great. But stuff feels great. great. Eat ass, it's great. But I just think that a Mormon couple who was looking to liven up their sex life, if they started eating out each other's assholes, their shelf would break. (laughs) they would no longer believe in the restored gospel of jesus christ i mean it would lead to that the feelings of that tongue (laughs) pressing into the perineum and the rectal muscle they would stop believing in the fourth article of faith yeah uh yeah that's it that's it like just a long pause yeah yeah like i just yeah i think about that a lot when i see like a a cute straight couple, mm. especially if the husband has a nice ass. Mm. And when I see a Mormon straight couple yeah. where a, the husband has a nice ass, a I think no one's eating that whole. No, it's no, such a not waste. a soul. Not a soul is eating that whole. Not a soul is eating that whole. Not a soul is eating that whole. And it's so heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> I just, you know what? Look. <laughs> look. <laughs> Why did you become a base? You're like, I just got <laughs> look. I just don't, I just want to say, listen. Um, the last thing the Mormon church wants you to think is that we're here on this earth to have pleasure. Right. You know, they say that whole well, men are that they might have joy, but you know. Well, they don't mean pleasure. They mean joy. <clears throat> exactly. And they teach you distinctly that pleasure is different than joy. And they teach you what joy means which right. is endured at the end of being miserable right, right, right. <laughs> which 
That yeah, is joy. That is joy. Not getting your hole eaten. And we are here for pleasure. We are here to get our holes eaten. Yes. Oh, all of them. I just, let me just put this out there. All right. To our married gentle listeners. Okay. Cindy. Who have only had sex with one person their whole fucking lives. If you are married and you are in a committed monogamous relationship, cheers. That's fine. Sister Twain doesn't think it's fine, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> but would you would you start eating each other's holes? Yes. Just just get in there. And you know what? Maybe that'll lead to you guys getting divorced. Great. La- <laughs> Ladies, if you said to your husband, I want to eat your butthole tonight, what would he say? He would. He oh, would panic. He, he would well, let's say he's 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 watching TV, right. holding the remote. Right. He dropped the remote. I tried to think of a show that a straight guy would be watching. Drew a blank. I don't know. Uh, I almost said uh, the Good Fight. No King, straight King guys are the watching Hill? the Good Fight. King of the, the King Hill. King of the Hill. Okay. He drops the remote because you said, remote. "I want to eat your butthole tonight." And, and he starts sweating and acts like he doesn't hear you. And right. then and then the wife's like, "Did you hear what I said? I want to eat your asshole tonight." What if the wife said, "I want you to eat my asshole to the the husband"? Is that better? <clears throat> Yeah, he'd be less shocked. Right, because he's already eating the pussy, presumably. Right, and it's which just is right just there. like two inches away. Yeah, like it yeah. is very close. Yeah, it'd be a completely different reaction. Right. But if she said that to him, he'd drop the remote, act like it didn't. She'd repeat it, and then the second time, and he would start shaking. Yeah. And and he would literally be like deaf, mute dumb yeah and and she'd have to take him by the hand and go honey we're going upstairs on the one hand and he wouldn't speak for two days on the one hand i share this good news with you but part of me says, you know it's like when straight people start using poppers like part of me in my heart is like my culture is not a costume (laughs) but i care about you enough gentle listener in your straight marriage with your straight husband in yeah. his Hanes boxer briefs. Oh, God. That he bought in a six-pack from Costco four yeah. years ago. <laughs> I care about you, gentle listener, and I want you to eat that hole. Right. I want you to pull down those Hanes boxer briefs. For, you know. And, and, and you know. Get, get in there. For the first, for the first go-round, you know, t- take him upstairs. Take off Put him in the clothes, shower. Get in the shower yeah, yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck him off scrub a little it up, bit. Scrub it off. Get the and, soap in and there. And then yeah. as you're washing him, maybe play around with the yeah. hole a little bit. Yeah. Don't put your finger in there. You don't no. want to go too. Oh, God, that, no. oh my God. Hell of cardiac arrest. Oh, yeah. And then rinse him off real well. Right. You don't want soap in there. <laughs> no. And then dry him off. He's still standing there and just staring into in the shock. void. Yeah. Like a, like a and, dead mannequin. And dry him off, but he's hard as a rock. Right. Um, And then you gently guide him into the bedroom. Maybe lay him down on his back. Right. And then you're going to spread his legs. This is maybe getting a little you're too gonna, intimate even you're for gonna me. You're going to fist his dick. Okay. And then you're going to put his... Wait, is he on his back or his stomach? No, he's on his back. Okay. Oh, that's a tough angle to get in there if he's on his back. Well, you make sure he scoots to the end of the maybe bed. Maybe... Oh, okay. And you're, or like put a pillow under you're his on ass. The, or that, yeah. Okay. Fist his dick. Okay. And then... And get in there. And then put your mouth on it. Just spit on it first. He'll come in 30 seconds flat. Right. And it will hit the ceiling. It will hit the ceiling fan and be flicked over to the side wall. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Sister Twain is eating a torta. A Mexican torta, which is a sandwich. <clears throat> that came from, from your fridge. That came from my fridge. Yeah. It's some leftovers for my lunch. It, mm. I think this one has like a, like some pork shoulder, like mm-hmm. a beef filet, some Oaxaca cheese, guacamole, yeah. tomatoes, white onion. It's, it's not, real good. It's not tongue, is it? No, no, like no. That. Oh, I fucking love tongue. What? Oh, so good. You better shut the fuck up. Have you ever up. been, have you <laughs> ever been in Salt Lake? There's a place called Real Taqueria. It's painted pink. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it's on no. like Highland, where the Cottonwood Mall used to be. No. They, you can get, I mean, they they do like, you know, nachos, burritos, tacos, whatever. And then you can choose your protein. So they have carnitas and al pastor and mm-hmm. barbacoa. Love al pastor. They also have lengua, which is tongue. Tongue. 
It is fucking delicious. I, I can't imagine. What's it's the texture so like? It's so good. Like, the texture is, like, succulent and meaty. Oh, my God. Look at his little paw hanging over the bowl. I know. He's amazing. It's, like, that. we're talking about my cat. In case you were wondering whose paw was hanging over a bowl. It's, like, succulent and savory and meaty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's delicious. All right, my number four. I love four. a tongue taco. What's your number four? And that is not a reference to, to like, eating out of badge. <laughs> I do not love to go to the bayou. <laughs> what did you say? We didn't record that. What, we were go to talking the bayou? about somebody. Um, you know, a man is really straight when like, he wants, when he to, wants get to get there, into the bayou. When it's like funky yeah. and, and swampy. Yeah. And then we said, like, it's the bayou. So that's like the new. Right. Uh, so when I say I love a tongue taco, I'm not talking about going the to the bayou. bayou. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm talking literally about tacos made with lengua beef tongue. So. My so num- you're number four. Maybe you can help me figure out the right chant. Okay. Because this this feels like it falls a little flat. Finger fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I like that. Okay. I like that. It feels a little more like affirming rather than degrading. Exactly. And maybe that's not bad. It's the same thing as the eating ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go home and touch yourself tonight. Yeah. I hope my neighbors are like, what is that sound? <laughs> Did you hear like a yelling sound? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's a good one. Okay. So they should get some fingers down there. Okay. This has been a very sexual episode. I... I am sorry, people who do not like sex. Do you know... (laughs) But you love sex, and I am a slut. I know. So everybody else can fuck off. But I just know of so many Mormon women who've never touched themselves. Yeah. Even after they've had babies and all that. It's like, it's your body. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so Put weird. Put your fingers inside of you. Like, is that not the greatest joke that religion ever played on us? That it taught us that touching a part of our actual <laughs> own body <laughs> yeah. was sinful? Right. Like, that is the greatest joke of Christianity mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It is literally your own body. Yeah. Your own body. Put your fingers up there. Put other things up there. God. Found objects. Also, man, put your fingers in your buttholes. I mean, I think it goes without saying. Right. But if you're a man listening to this and you have not put your finger in your butthole, just do it. Finger fuck yourself. While you're jerking off, put your finger in your butthole. Maybe put two. Maybe three. I mean, start with one. (laughs) Is that the whole chant? (laughs) Maybe two. Maybe three. Okay, start with one. Start with one. (laughs) Okay. What's yours? That's a good one. Okay. Um, my number, shit. Oh, I clicked away from it. My number four? Mm-hmm. All your husbands are gay. Okay, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and all your wives are gay. <laughs> like, everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. Yeah. Everyone leaves Mormonism and then they're gay. Or everyone stays in Mormonism <laughs> and then they're gay. And I, like, I listened, I was telling Sister Twain, I just listened to Molly Shannon's book, which is fascinating, mm-hmm. called Hello, Molly. Mm-hmm. And the book starts when she's very young and her father, her family's involved in a tragic car accident and her mother dies. And the book ends when her father is like, I don't know, in his 70s or 80s and about to die. And he tells her that he's gay. Like, Everybody, they're all gay. Everybody's gay. They're all gay. Why does it have to be a secret? Why are you so afraid Secrets you're afraid of sharing turn into dysfunction. Your husbands are gay. Your <laughs> wives are gay. gay. They're all gay. Everyone is gay. Everyone is gay. Finger fuck yourself. <laughs> Just start with one. Your dad's garments have skid, bra- skid marks on them. So anyway, I just, like so many times I look at a Mormon couple and I'm like, oh, he's gay. Oh, yeah. And I just, like, you and I have been through that trauma. <laughs> Like, it is not cute. No. It is damaging and awful and horrible. That's why I'm going to the bayou next year. Listen, and you don't mean the vagina. I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bayou in the bayou, if you know what I mean. A little etouffee in the remoulade, if you know what I mean. But they're all gay. All your husbands are gay. You think he's just sensitive and he and he loves Dolly Parton. Right. He's gay. Right. You think she's smart and funny, but just always wants to wear her hair short like that. She's a lesbian. <laughs> On Thirty Rock, once Alec Baldwin's character, what's his name? Uh, Jack Donahue. Yeah. <laughs> he's 
said about this woman who was butch presenting. Right. He was like, Lemon, haircuts don't lie. <laughs> it's kind of true. Oh, yeah. It's kind of true. All right. Okay, so that's my number four. Okay. Your husband's gay and your wife is gay. Everyone, everyone is gay. My number five isn't a chant. Okay. It's just showing up to a BYU football game. Okay. Wearing the green apron from the temple. Okay, great. And the men's bonnet on my head. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. They, like Mormons, I mean, <laughs> back to that persecution complex. Yeah. They would viscerally mm-hmm. feel, like you might as, like you could show up and just like put a, put a Bowie knife into a puppy and the Mormons would be <laughs> less offended. They'd be like, oh, that's fine. But if you showed up in an apron and the men's purple pie men hat, uh-huh. they would just be like, this has gone too far. And we're not chanting anything. We're no. just dancing around to the marching bands. No, yeah. So here's my pr- proposition for you. Okay. Will you do that with me? God, no. Oh, <laughs> why not? I don't know because then Mormons will yell at me. I still am traumatized by Mormons yelling at me. Okay. That's fair. But wouldn't it be funny to put on an apron and just go walk around Provo? <laughs> So for those of you that are never mo's, we gotta always we have to always explain for our like three never mo listeners. Always. Or we well, we probably have listeners that maybe never made it to the temple. That could be a thing too. Uh-huh. Um when you are a Mormon and you go to the temple, there are special clothes that you wear inside of the temple. Uh-huh. And one of them is a green apron that has fig leaves stitched on it mm-hmm. to symbolize like it literally is like a short apron that like a waitress would wear in a cafe. Yeah. You know, that's like goes from like your hips to like above your knees. Uh-huh. And it's green and it's, and shiny. it's shiny and it has fig leaves pattern stitched into it. And it's symbolic of the fig leaves that Adam and Eve covered themselves right. when they left the Garden of Eden. Would you walk around Provo at least with me wearing no. that? Oh, man. Not Provo. I know too many people in Provo. I have trauma associated with... The last time I drove to Provo, like, my heart was racing the whole time I was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. <clears throat> I just thought, oh, God, who am I going to run into? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. number five. I have a number five and a number six. I'm just going to share both. I like Is it. that okay? Yeah. My number five is... Garments are a sign of you being in a sex cult and serve to neuter and desexualize your body from yourself and that of your partner. <laughs> Garments are a sign that you're... So the... Ga- <laughs> Wait, let's do it again. Okay. Garments are a sign of you being in a sex cult and serve to neuter and desexualize your body from yourself and your partner. And then just over and over. Right. If you don't recognize that wearing the Mormon garment is a sign that you're in a sex cult, then, then bitch, you are literally being told to wear an article of clothing that covers your body Uh from your knees to your, to your like shoulders, Mm -hmm. to your cap sleeves, Mm -hmm. to wear it all the time, Mm -hmm. to never take it off. Mm -hmm. So therefore you never feel your own body like interacting with the world. Do you know what I mean? Like when I stopped wearing garments, it was shocking to me to feel like wind blow across my skin. Mm-hmm. Or like if I lifted my arms up and my shirt lifted up a little bit and I knew like my right. belly was a little bit exposed right. and I could feel like air on it. it like it was ter- it was shocking and sexual. You off from yeah. The world. It det- disconnects you from your body, from all of the sexual parts of your body, yeah. from like your knees up to your neck. Uh-huh. So everything in your like torso area, your nipples, your chest your belly your ass your dick or your swampy by you <laughs> cuts you off from all of that <laughs> and then you are supposed to get undressed in front of your partner and have all of your sexy parts covered and and like you're and that's just supposed to be normal and okay yep, yep. it is it is the sure sign of the cult, as we call sure it. Sure sign of the cult. I love it. Is it is the sure sign of the cult. <clears throat> and my number six. As if everything else wasn't enough, the garments are like the cherry on top. Okay, there were no golden plates. Uh, <laughs> there were no golden plates. There were no golden plates. Listen. <laughs> Joseph Smith dug up some plates in a mountain late at night. <laughs> tr- quote unquote translated them but actually just looked inside of a hat Mm -hmm. and dictated what the plates said Mm -hmm. so the plates were never like out being translated they like didn't exist i mean like that sounds really obvious that sounds really obvious but i just think like when you are in the cult of mormonism 
even when you start to recognize that the Book of Mormon isn't true, I think it is still sort of shocking to hear like, oh yeah, that whole thing about the plates is a total lie. Yeah. He, there were never gold plates. Right. There was not, nev- nothing. He made it all up. Might I direct you to the five-part series that last podcast on the left did about Mormonism. There are some interesting things about the plates in, the, yeah. in those episodes. They don't exist. <clears throat> anyway. So Mormons, I hope you're not shocked. The plates don't exist. Your dad has skid marks on his garments. <laughs> Wait, try keep popping. Your dad has Your dad has skid marks on his garments. It's no, it's still not there. It's still Listen, not there. What if we went to the game but sat on the other side with the other team and, and wore, wore aprons? Yeah. And chanted, Your dad has skid, skid marks. marks on, it's just there's no way to do it there. There, um, Gentle listeners, <laughs> if you can send us a voice memo on our Snapchat, which is hot drinks. Oh my God, just, we don't have a don't Snapchat. Have a Snapchat. Chat. Can you imagine? But if you can send us a, a voice memo, you can send voice memos on Instagram, right? You can. They stay there forever. Send us a voice memo of you appropriately chanting, your dad has skid marks on his garments. Your dad has skid marks like on his Like a cheer. Skin. There's skid marks want... on your dad's cheese. No, see, it's just, there's something about it. It's not rolling off the tongue. Yeah, it's not. It's not rolling off the tongue the way I want my tongue to roll <laughs> off on your dad's ass. Your asshole. dad doesn't know how to wipe his ass. You didn't even hear what I said. Oh, wait. Say, oh, <laughs> say it again. I said, <laughs> it's not even rolling off the tongue the way I want my tongue, tongue to roll off your, your dad's, dad's asshole. asshole. Yeah. Because also, you should eat ass. <laughs> but stuff great. is fun. I don't. I've forgotten all the chants. <laughs> Anyway, and then let's see what Spencer Cock has to say about this. Spencer Cock? I called him Spencer Cock, <laughs> and I did not mean to. Let's see what you got to say about this, Spencer Cox. Cock. Oh, I hate him so much. Yeah. He's such a dumb motherfucker. Right. Anyway, how are you? There's... <laughs> I hope you know that my goal with the podcast... Is as many times as possible to completely incapacitate oh, you from being it. able to speak. I hate it so much. I well, think I've had COVID like four times now. No, I think you need to talk to a therapist. Oh my God. About why when we record the podcast, <laughs> you, you develop laryngeal esphemerita. It's <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> anyway, this is Hot Drinks. You can follow us on Instagram at Hot Drinks. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at Hot Drinks, but don't do oh. it because we don't post there. I'm trying not to pee in my pants. <laughs> you can, if you want to help support Sister Twain being able to buy Depends for her prolapsed vagina. I got my hands on the bayou. Her prolapsed bayou. I got to damn the bayou. <laughs> Get the levees up. The levees are breaking. You've got to, you can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. And you can support us for as little as $3 a month, but as much as $1 million a month. Yeah, but no more. No more that. than a million. Yeah. If you want to give more than a million, please find a charity yeah. to give that extra to. That would make me sleep um, better at And night. that helps us pay for things like my son's tires on his car. Oh, or actually it was a carburetor. Don't I think. get me anyway, started. Don't. don't get me started. But yeah, thank you for helping pay for that because for the- <laughs> I don't know how I would have otherwise. Literally. Literally. All right. Um, All right. Listen. <laughs> Remember earlier when you were like, I needed that figures. Listen. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the truth about hot drinks, the podcast. <laughs> Every week after we record, I, 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 I think one of two things. I think that was the worst piece of shit that has ever been published and no one is ever going to listen again. Or, or I think... That was some goddamn brilliance. Yeah. <laughs> and tonight I think this was some goddamn brilliance. Yeah. So anyway, how do you Write feel? Write in and let us know to be Box, <laughs> Box 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. Okay, Boston. goodbye. Boston.